26 minutes before 5 o'clock. Welcome to the show. My name is Kanye Makubane and of course this is A Sound Awake. It's time for our get up and go and today is Wealthy Wednesdays. So you know what that means. We're always looking at issues pertaining to finances in one way or another. And today we are joined by Ansila Mangena and uh, she's a journalist and she says that she's always known that she wants to be a journalist and she is an award-winning journalist. She's going to be telling us more about what it is that she does. Good morning and thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Kanye. Thank you for having me. Now, let's start off by asking you, what is your get up and go routine? What gets you going in the mornings? So I'm a Christian, so for me, it's that quiet time and prayer so that I I can just have a clear mind as to what I need to achieve on that day and to make sure that, you know, I'm doing the right thing because sometimes we tend to lose focus and start concentrating our energies on things that don't really matter. Mm. And and I suppose, you know, getting that spiritual grounding is so important, you know, just in terms of setting the tone for the day. Now, you are a journalist, okay? I'm a journalist myself, so I'm always happy to speak to other journalists because I feel like we get each other, you know, we understand what it is we're trying to do in life. But we all have different ways in which we came into the industry. And you say that from the age 11, you knew that you wanted to be a journalist reporting on uh, African stories and that when you graduated from your honours in 2014 in, in, uh, from the University of Johannesburg, immediately you hit the round running. Tell us mm-hmm. more. Yeah, um, I was lucky enough. So there's actually a background story on that. So um, I was born on September 11th and what inspired me was actually uh, the Teen Tower situation in the US. So it was on my birthday and I remember spending hours watching television and at some point I was even pretending to be a journalist and, you know, holding a Coca-Cola bottle and reporting, I'm reporting from Washington to DC. <laughs> so um, um, that situation was so painful for me, but then I was like, you know what, I think I want to do this. So initially I wanted to report on war stories. I, I thought that by the time I finish my master's, I'm going to go off and, you know, to the Boko Haram regions, into Iraq and places like that and, and tell those stories. Uh, but God had other plans for me. So soon after I graduated, literally three days after, a friend of mine who had uh, just gotten a job at Caxton Community Newspapers told me that they were looking for somebody else. So when I went there, just to, thinking that I need to tell them about myself, they're like, no, we've got a job for you. Wow. They didn't even interview me. Come, so um, start. I, I started working there for about a year, and mm. then I was headhunted by the founding editor of Forbes Africa magazine, Chris Bishop, after I had read my stories about potholes and not Cliff Girls High and all of that on the community newspaper. And that's when I ended up at Forbes Africa. Wow. And just like that, um, your career started. And one thing I'd like to ask you, though, is, you know, in, in the short years that you've been uh, a journalist already, you've done so much. You know, you've achieved a lot, especially, you know, in being recognized for the work that you do. I mean, you've uh, gone on, you know, to also win, you know, the Sunlam Excellence in Financial Journalism Award and also African Growth um, Story Category. You've also won the CNN Multi-Choice Young Journalist of the Year Award and 
said, um, you know, as a financial journalist, you know, you, you obviously deal with a lot of finances. And one of the things we do in this slot, you know, is talk about finances, you know, in, in, in this area of our lives. You know, tell us how do you manage your finances on a, on a, on a regular daily basis? You know, when I started working, I was a mess. Yeah. Um, when it came to my finances, because I think I never had any sort of financial education. I had a degree and I was woke and all of that, but I didn't know how to handle my money at all. So it only, it took a while of feeling like, okay, how come I don't have money? Like it doesn't make sense. And then that's when I, I, I understood, my partner helped me understand, like, listen, we need to be able to save. And also black tax was a problem for me. So first and foremost, to be able to help other people for longer, I need to make sure that you're financially healthy. So one thing that I know is that from, say, you earn 10,000 rand, you must be able to save 20% of that. So tell yourself that you earn 8,000 rand, for example. Um, and take 20% out for your savings, get life insurance. If you've got children, to make sure that they're covered when, when what something happens to you, make sure that you are able to get them education. Um, and those are the important things. So I know that there's like all the nice things, want the nice hair, then you can't, like, yeah, I've got a promotion, like, <laughs> to spoil myself. But then you have to plan how you spoil yourself. You can't just go around spoiling yourself and forgetting about saving the right amount of money in case something happens to you. So the important thing is always planning and, like, always undervalue yourself. If you have 10000 tell yourself, no, I've got 8000 If you've got 20000 no, I've got... 18,000 or 16,000. So you have to make sure that you do that all the time to be able to keep your finances on check. And stay away from loan checks and getting loans. I always say that if you have to take a loan, it means that you're living beyond your means. And so also, that's a very important note no, to not live beyond your means. You know, I always mm-hmm. say that when I started as a journalist uh, around 1999, 2000, I was working in a newsroom where I only earned, you know, a stipend for transport. All right. And I'm talking about, you know, as a trainee journalist. And then uh, I moved on to getting my first salary. And I said, when I earned 8,000 rand, I lived an 8,000 rand life. In fact, make it seven. When I earned 10,000 rand, I lived a 10,000 rand life, you know, and I never felt the pressure because, you know, there's nothing as, you know, wonderful as as having that financial peace, you know, of of knowing that, you know, even tomorrow, if your finances should, you know, take a dip for the worst that, you know, you won't sink because you've made sound financial decisions. And also just looking at um, your finances, how would you advise somebody who's struggling to, to handle their finance like you say you were when you first started? How would you advise them to take you know, control and, and grab hold of their finances and actually master their finances, which is something we think uh, is reserved for those in the financial industries, but everybody actually has a responsibility to manage their own personal finances? Mm-hmm. You know, money can go a long way. Stretch whatever you have. It's insane. Like, so if you think about this, so say you earn 5,000 yand, there's somebody out there who's leaving on 2,000 yand. If you earn 20,000 yand, there's somebody who's earning less than you. So ask yourself how they're doing it. So your money can go a long way. So, for example, you said that at some point you were able to earn 8,000 yand or you had a stipend. So, like, so for example, you get an increase in your salary, just you know, for like your expenses um, overnight increase as your salaries increase. So sometimes, like, why do you have to do that? Just leave in that bracket. So, for example, make sure that you don't 
um, overspend. Just leave, buy the normal things. Um, going to the market, for example, to buy vegetables instead of going to Woolies or, or, you know, the big commercial stores. Go to the market, buy straight from the farmer. It's cheaper. Buy your meat in bulk from the butcher instead mm. of buying it packed. Like, there's so many things that you can do. So, so, so you have to always do that and write things down. So this is the most important thing. So just know, okay, I've got 5,000 rand. Mm. How much do things cost? Compare prices. Be able, I've got one of my sisters who's an accountant. I never like going shopping with her because <laughs> before she buys is anything, she, a penny she checks the prices and what's priced down to be able to buy there. Price down, buy things that are marked down. Yes. Buy things on bulk, like things like soap, those are cooking oil. Those are things that you can buy in bulk and actually save on. And when it comes to vegetables and stuff, partner with a friend, go to the market in City Deep. Buy the fruits and vegetables. You'll you'll be amazed. An avocado that you'll see at a commercial store for twenty rand is eight rand, um, and it's the same. It's much better, and that gives you the freedom of choosing the kind of fruits that you want and how they're growing, um, and what's put into them. Because you've got the opportunity sometimes to interact directly with the farmer. So think about doing those things within your home. You'll be amazed how much you save. And go to different stores. You don't need to buy everything at one store. So maybe you prefer meat from a certain shop. I'm not saying take away your lunch, it's fine, do that. But then um, Vaseline is Vaseline. But then it's going to... I think your sister and I could shop very well together. (laughs) Very, very well. Yeah, it works. Because I think, you know, these are things that I do quite naturally. And now that you mention them, I do them even without thinking, you know, because Mm -hmm. before I buy product, I looked at three or four of the same thing. And and, and I always know which shops have specials, you know, in certain Mm -hmm. products. Like I know which shop to go to, you know, Mm -hmm. if I want a good special in this product and if I want a special. You know, know, especially with food items, when it hits about half past four, five o'clock, there's like a marked down se- section in the store that where way they mark down foods. And then sometimes it's like those sold by foods or products. Um, if they say sold by this date, it, it doesn't mean it's the expiration date. So there's a sold by date and an expiration, expiration date. So go to that section. You'll get things for way less and then they're still good for another month or so because that's the expiration date and they just have different um, dates on there. So those are like the little tricks that you have to do and, and make sure. And you know the Caxton papers, because I used to work there, these community papers that they put on your door, they're always filled with ads inside. You're able to see they put all their specials in there. So when you open it, you can see like, oh, on Tuesday there's a special at this place. On this day there's a special at this place. Wonderful. Thank you so much for, for joining us, Ancilla. And uh, before we let you go, can you motivate uh, some of our listeners who are listening to you and they're hearing how you found your passion and your calling and they're saying, how can I also do that for myself? I always say the important thing is finding your purpose. So one thing that I also do religiously is listen to Beyonce's hours here because it, it, it solidifies my passion, my purpose. It, it reminds me of why I'm here and, you know, all the dreams that I have for myself. I listen to that song when I go to work. I listen to it when I come home. I make sure that I keep on reminding myself. So find that thing that drives you, that thing that you enjoy, and don't forget about it. There's so many distractions in the world. So you have to block out the noise and literally be in that space, like in your own bubble in a way. 
with, with, with recognizing what is happening around you, but in terms of your career and your goals, be in your own bubble because you know where you're going. There's only one you, so you're the only person who can do those things, nobody else. No matter what it is, you're the only person who can do those things the way you do them. So just be in that yeah, bubble. Remember every single day why you're, why you're here and why you're alive. We're all here for something. Nobody's here for nothing. So find that thing. And it's not, it's not that difficult. People always say, oh, I don't know. Not that difficult. Just take, take time to think about it. Thank you so You're much fine. for joining us and sharing your words of wisdom. We really appreciate it. It's been an absolute pleasure being with you today. Uh, thank you, Tiny. There we go. It's our Get Up and Go of the Day award-winning journalist and United Nations refugee ambassador. Her name is Ansila Mangana, and she just shared some great wisdom with us. 11 minutes before 5 o'clock, here's the sounds of Alicia Keys' Try Sleeping with a Broken Heart.